welcome back to the We Need to Talk Club podcast. This is our girlfriend talking girlfriend series. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I am one of your hostesses, Tamaya. I am joined by my hostess. Let's go to South Jersey. Please introduce yourself. What up, no? It's Talisa. Hey. Always acting like you're from the hood. Now we're gonna go to the mid Jersey, Central Jersey, whatever you want to call it, Jersey. Please introduce yourself. What's up, everyone? It's Ari. Hey, Ari, let's go ahead to the West Coast, please. Unmute yourself by the time I finish talking because I ain't got much words. Whoa, 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 <laughs> pew, pew, pew. Ooh, energy. <laughs> I know, I don't know why, but it's just coming at me just like my little kiddos when it's like, you know, 9 p.m. and they just have that like surge of energy. So this is Esther, you very, 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 very hot. Might be a bit of a sugar high, but you know, we're going to keep that energy as long as we can. Bye-bye. Yes, we can. Yes, thank you, Esther. Thank you. Please, Kima. Unmute yourself and introduce yourself before I lose breath. There she goes. Please introduce yourself. What it do, shout guys. Good night. That's some real hood shit right there. Uh, she actually is from the hood, so I'm gonna let that go. Yeah. <laughs> I my birds. What you say, Kima? No, I said I read my birds. Oh. What you say? I'm saying too much hood rhetoric at one time. I I heard something about repping the burb. That was Lisa. Why you say it like that? Nobody needs to rep the suburb. Nobody needs to rep the suburb. Somebody's got to do it. No one has to do it. Somebody's got to do it. All right, Stacey, we're going to move on. (laughs) (laughs) So, girlfriends talking girlfriends, we are on season three, ladies and gentlemen, if you've been following us and keeping up, thank you very much. And on season three, we're on episode 12. So episode 12 is fascinating. We are at, we have made it to another wonderful, beautiful, I could call it a black experience, but more like people of color experience, true artistry um, in its rawest form, let me say, a mic, open mic night, okay? Uh, Poetry readings, all the jazz, snap, 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 all and all the things. So in this episode, Lynn, is at the open mic night. Her date is common, but he isn't common in this thing, sexy so. And she ends up listening to a new poet who comes up there and he's great. I'm just gonna say it. His, his poetry is uh, it's always one poet who comes in and drops the mic, every open mic. Um, they always look a little bit ashy. They're not good if they're not a tad <laughs> ashy or a tad dry. Uh-uh. It's got to uh-uh. be either the face or the hair. It's always or it's clothes. If they don't have any type of dryness there, then they actually have faded clothing almost always. Hair is always barely done. Mostly they just woke up and came out of the house. Um, probably, you know, some coconut oil there. It's, I mean, coconut but not on all the places. They got to look a little dry somewhere, friend, almost every time. Uh, <laughs> so this is the new artist that she meets. She ends up falling in lust for him and decides to make a move um, and, dis- and and comes to the realization that he is celibate. Mind you, this is Lynn, guys. Lynn is anti-celibate. And I remember this episode when I was a kid because it was like, I think it was one of the first times I learned about celibacy or paid attention to it enough outside of the whole promise ring they made us wear back in school. No ringy, um, that was no quotation dingy. marks, people. What were you saying, Lise? I said, no ringy, no dingy. That's how I learned it. <laughs> say it again. Say it one more time. No ringy, no dingy. <laughs> Goodness gracious. <laughs> Goodness gracious. 
Anyways, so yeah. Um, it was a fascinating episode. She actually lied and told this man that she was a virgin and celibate in order to keep his interest. Um, especially because he basically told her she was shallow in the first official meeting um, and not deep enough for you know him or his thoughts or the documentary she's trying to create about sexuality. Guys, yeah, I guess thoughts. Let me see. She ain't have to lie. She ain't, she you ain't got to lie. lie, Craig. You ain't got to lie. She's not to lie. You know, like find out why he sell it. Like she didn't even find out like why first mm-hmm. before she just jumped into yeah me too girl <laughs> no you not I think that reminds me of something that I've seen women do a lot and I can only speak from like the woman's side because I haven't heard any of my male friends share this with me but I know female friends who have shared this with me she ain't talking about um, us y'all <laughs> no but it's it's it's, it's this um She's ahead of it it's this thought that happens when you are very early in dating that says oh this person might be telling me x y and z but they don't really like if we stay if we stay together long enough like they'll change their mind about Mm. this and this might be i'm not looking to date i'm not looking for something long term i you know whatever whatever that thing is right we right. start out saying, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm totally on board with this. Or I can, you know, I'm okay with this. But in reality, you're not. And you're hoping, like, you know, they'll evolve to your to your stance. Mm-hmm. And to that, I always remember, I, it might be a Maya Angelou quote, and it might be misattributed to her. But really, the thing is, like, you know, when somebody tells you who they are. Oh, no, that's Maya. Yeah, that's it. You believe know? them. And, believe them. And I, I retract I like, my earlier statement. She might be talking about us, at least me sometimes. <laughs> and I feel like um Lynn did this, you know, and those things always end up badly for you because the person tells tells you where they're stand, where you know, mm-hmm. and and you just end up like hurt, like being hurt and also resenting that person for where, for what they stand for. But it like they made it clear. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, not his fault at all. Yeah. Anybody else have any thoughts on that? All right. What about open mics? Okay, me and Ari were actually planning possibly to maybe almost go to an open mic tonight. Tonight, uh, <laughs> we got lazy because we thirty over. We thirty plus. But we're glad because we're here with you all tonight. And so we did go to an open mic not too long ago. This kind of just drew me back. It brought me back to, oh, Black youth. And I, I include the one I, that my Black youth from a month ago with the last open mic. That was youth for me as well. I regretted it a little bit the next day. Not the event, the party and afterwards because my body is not Black youth. No I regretted more. it while there. Okay. Yeah, she was tired. My feet hurt. My <laughs> feet really hurt. But I did the dang thing for a good long time. I thought I was shaking something. I don't really know. Um, but it felt like it was shaking. Mm. So anyways, guys, has any of you guys been to the open mics? Or do you remember experiences? Lisa, I know. Come on, college. Come on, come on. Girl, I don't like you, you don't remember those things that have you never had okay 
Lorenz Tate, my gosh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Yeah, still fine. Now that was an open mic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, yes, yes. Mm. Didn't he also spit that at an award show, Tornia? I think that video has been resurfacing yeah, ever since so. she got, uh, you know, cheated on and whatnot. You know so. what I think about? Ohaji and um, Moesha. <laughs> Wow. Do you remember that? <laughs> the fact that you remember his mug name. Mm-hmm. His name was Ohaji. <laughs> very yeah, memorable. You did not need to be that um aggressive. It's very memorable, is all I'm saying. It is memorable. But yeah, guys, the power of the spoken word on us young, impressionable peoples. Okay, I'm just saying of color. Mm-hmm. Ooh, even some of the, the 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 poets that were like dropping in this show in this episode was like the words that he was even spitting. I was with Lynn for a minute there. I mean, he was a little too dry for me, a little too crusty. <laughs> but the, when he did his um one that was apparently on AIDS, but it was talking about like Africa being in your continent. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> if I closed my eyes, man. See, but these things do not inspire celibacy. Like it's it's they it's don't very much drop them drawers. Give <laughs> <laughs> it very much drop up. It Mm-mm. does. It was it was exciting to me. I just I just it made me it was a good callback to all those moments of just it made me almost want to go to the open mic anyway. Like, you know what? That was a good feeling. Just hearing number one art and youth and possibility and creativity just being put on display and i know this is like sidebarring from the episode but not really because the episode was about what happened all in the open mic so it was great gave me good feels good feels and good thoughts um and then you had william actually stayed his little poem at the end which was actually good to get his girlfriends back um that was impressive so Good episode overall. Anybody have any other thoughts about that episode? Um, yeah, Esther. isn't that the episode as well where um Joe's oh. boyfriend and the uh, yep. I think that for me that was the the top storyline, right? Okay. And so I was obviously a little too um um called back and like mm, open mics. But you're absolutely correct. <laughs> also, what happened in this episode is Joan's boyfriend, um, Ellis, is actually going through a bit of a stint in his career because he chooses roles that are normally the ch- token Black character. 
-hmm. in these roles and normally um a black character who is usually interested in a white woman um and he has stated in interviews that he would like to be preferred to more as an actor than a black actor Mm -hmm. and so the black community is turning his their backs on ellis as an actor of the community what do you guys think about um celebrities that are deemed not black enough or on in another word um traitors to i will say this community. i think putting it this way is how to say this the narrative that gets spin out when there is some sort of conversation around usually around you know black actors or, or actors who are perceived to be black or at least have you know stated out rather they identify as some sort of you know blackness um and the conversation is around oh like you know you are perhaps um talking either badly about the black community or not upholding the black community for me when you when i just deep a little bit further into really what the criticism is is not is 90 percent of the time not that like you know they don't identify as like you know a black actor or whatever or like they have a preference toward uh non-black people as romantic partners within either their own lives or their art i think i see that is the fact that and distancing themselves from the black community, they put, they, what's that word? They push down because it's not enough for them to say, oh, I don't really identify with the black community. No, 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 no. They go further and say, oh, I don't identify with the black community because of X, Y, and Z negative stereotype, usually toward black women, right? They'll mm-hmm. be like, oh, I prefer to date excellent, you know, X, Y, and Z partners because black women are just too loud for me. They're just too extras. And it's like, we, like we're like we okay with you telling us you prefer to date, you know, Obella Hadid. We're fine with that. Like that doesn't really impact us, right? What we're having issues- That was with- a real person you just said. I think, I don't think you made up that name. Yeah, yeah. Who are you talking yeah, about? Bella Hadid is a real person. <laughs> Who are you talking about? No, we can't. <laughs> okay, I'm about to say, you said actors, but I'm like, I feel like I've seen it more with celebrities, not necessarily actors in particular. I feel like the only actor I could think of right now is the one who played Carlton. Mm. Yeah, but like, I, I, if we think long enough, like I'm sure we can find so many others. Like, Lil you know. Wayne. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's outside the actor thing. Like I know of people Donald like Denz- oh, like Denzel, who at least in the beginning um, of his career, or most of his career, actively chose not to kiss or make out or be intimate with anyone on screen if they if they paired him with a white uh counterpart actress mm-hmm. for the black community because he felt that the black women in the community would be insulted or 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 you know feel like he betrayed them in any way now i feel like it's at a point where it's more normalized because i think in flight he definitely was with a white woman sexually um but actually i don't remember them actually kissing on screen so he might have and still devil, and devil wears blue and, and, and honestly, it worked for you, and, and, and that's oh, also, right? Like, it's, 
again, I, I, I wasn't aware of um, him, Denzel, doing that, but I can see where him having that stance is not just about um, mm -hmm. pandering to the Black community. It might literally be helping other Black actresses yeah. because with his standing, him saying, hey, I would not do any sort of like you no know, romantic scene unless it's a black actress will then push production companies to hire mm -hmm. black actresses mm -hmm. correct so yeah but like to my original point i think that like the criticism is brought down to what i'm saying is that it's never enough for them to just simply state hey i am not into that is that they have to tell you why. And the why usually is um, insulting. insulting to us. Right. Now, in this case, Ellis did not do that. But mm -hmm. I definitely know what you're talking about in celebrity sense. I do feel like there's a lot more mu musical artists who have outwardly done just that more than like actors or other celebrities. I know... And then, and then there's the ones who don't have to say the explanation, but through their actions and their like, all right, Tiger Woods. Ugh. I don't, I don't know. Please correct me if I'm wrong. I don't recall him ever outwardly, you know, denying blackness or what have you, but he definitely was, you know, shunned out of the community for quite some time um, until said Chappelle, what race draft wars. Uh, <laughs> but no he was pushed out in that too <laughs> but the thing was like he didn't identify or at least I guess proclaim us I don't know but then you have the OJ Simpsons who outwardly was like nah I'm not with the blacks until the whites shunned him out and then he was right back with the blacks so it's very fascinating to me um, again the dichotomy with all these different people but I'm really with Esther in terms of you could say what you your, your preference without necessarily having to bring down another race or community of people to build your case like there's no building your case that's your preference that's your preference or just not uh, say nothing like don't or just not say nothing but but again people have the right to say something as we discussed in our mini topic mm -hmm. um say what they want and whatnot and follow that up but jesus yeah when they kind of double down on that or just stick to the you know insulting an entire community to build on their preference then you, then you way, lose us. i i will say that the first time i watched that episode much younger not as well versed and educated about uh and you know and uh what's that word um internalized racism and all of those things like in you know, a right supremacy i do see at a very surface level where ellis comes from because mm -hmm. because of white supremacy and just all of that right we never refer to a leonardo dicaprio as a european american actor we never do that just is he's an actor mm -hmm. and so um i can see why kind of at first your gut reaction is to say, why don't I get that same treatment as my peer? Right. You know, or the fact that in actors, we, we do have a separation between what we call black films versus 
yeah you and, don't feel and, that and that applied yeah it's like you know any any non you know white heteronormative film is that it's it's if when it when you have to label something as the black the queer the blah 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 one mm -hmm. it clearly states that it is not for or it's not the it's not mainstream it's niche. yeah right that's 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 the that's what you're saying to the like the consumer base who is actually taking it all at in. large um and so in a way i definitely can see why i will fight really hard to be like see me as an actor see my craft right i don't want my thing limited to this i want to be in yeah. any and all projects but that sadly, come to me right? and not pigeonhole pigeonholed into what oh, what's the typecast typecast what mm -hmm. we would love to see as the ideal world right where our um differences are seen and celebrated but they're not they're not differentiating us in a way um we're not there yet sadly we're just not and so i think we've gotten better at least with oh, with films and all that and shows like we're not so much there so, yeah and so but, when you okay, bring ahead. in that rhetoric of i don't want to be seen as you know just for the black community right or i i forgot what how he phrased it, but just the way he phrased it just needed a bit more polishing because i could definitely hear and agree with his with his intention but sadly, intention is not enough for how, you know, eventually the message get out. And I'd also like to put out there that we've already discussed how these celebrities basically create enemies out of their consumer base and the communities who take them in or accept them. But I also want to point out how us community and consumer judge and have judged the, the celebrities without them necessarily stepping over the line just because they are seen with people outside of their race just because they are seen talking in a certain way or having certain beliefs um that might not be harmful to us but might might not be directly and purely intentionally solely for us either having just like with ellis like ellis didn't necessarily say anything against the community but the community had no problem calling him a sellout and completely attacking him anyway they, it, I feel like it's on us a lot of times as much as it's on them, which is why I, I could take it from that stance. Why Denzel had to do that for a good part of the time, because we would possibly have shunned him if we felt that he was not necessarily um, if he was going all hard and heavy with his white counterpart actresses and whatnot. He might have been easily been shunned. The fact that if Obama married that white woman he proposed to that we just found out about in a previous I mean, like in 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 the upcoming um, mini topic, we probably oh, I mean, all of us was holding our breath before we met Michelle. Like, let's see what she gonna look like when she come up out of here. When she go, oh my God, she's chocolate. She's not just black. Like it was a big thing. We are easily able, like easily ready to shove our people right up off that plank if we feel like they are not solely and fully and wholly for us many of the time. I think that needs to be addressed as well. It's not always on the celebrities end. A lot of times it's also on the community's end. And it's not necessarily fair. Um, not if we're trying to build the world we say we want to build, which is where everybody has the right and availability to be with who they want and do what they they please, regardless of the color of their skin. 
yeah, that's my that's my spiel. I'm gonna step off my soap opera, my soapbox. Um, yeah. Any other? He could have. I was just said he could have just said I'm a black man that happens to be an actor. Please address me. Well, that's like what Esther's saying, right? If he had yeah. polished his statement, mm-hmm. I don't feel like he said anything necessarily off. But I feel like in that time period, because I do think we have advanced a lot more since then, with mm-hmm. a lot of the different colors and matches that are on our TVs, our commercials, our movies. There's a lot of interracial stuff that was not as prominent at that time. Um, or if it was, it was still very taboo. So yeah, he could have cleaned that sucker up, but and I still we, think we all need, I feel like there's room for everybody to grow. Growth. <laughs> Go ahead, Lisa. I was about to say, I think a lot of times we just act out of our trauma. If you ain't for us, then you gotta be against us. Exactly. There if it, it is. doesn't look like you're for us. That's why I keep on mentioning Donna Gover because when when the world found out that man was married to a white woman. Donald Glover? Yeah. With the one from, from Sealy? Chop, no, not. Mr. No, Donald. <laughs> <laughs> that one we both Donald, put a, no. a country accent on it. Childish you know, Gambino. Oh. oh, he married to a white woman? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Kids and all. He got kids and all. And, and well, the so is um, Jordan Peele surprised. as well. Jordan Peele too, yeah. Yeah, well, that one well, I'm they, not too surprised. Yep, yep. <laughs> Wasn't too surprised there. Wasn't too surprised. <laughs> this is America. This, this oh, yeah, sorry, drop the lyrics, drop the lyrics. <laughs> but then, but then, okay, it's still a little taboo. I go like, you y'all heard our reaction on here podcast. You ain't even had to see our face. We like, oh. <laughs> married to a what what woman so we over here like we've grown since then we're way past he married to a who still in there there's still some taboo in there in which we but but you know here go to um catch 22 here go to um what's it called lisa when the um double not what's it called when it's all right for one and not all right for the other It's, it's rude it's unequal Wait, uh, double, uh, standard? double standard? Double yeah. standard. Yeah. Because anytime we know a, a white man, white man married to a black woman, we like yes, sis, yes, sis, swirl, sis, swirl. Like, like, isn't it George what Lucas? Happened? George Lucas married to a black yes. woman. Yes. <laughs> Robert De Niro. Well, I think they're divorced now. Robert De Niro. And I don't care. He was. It, he it, was. They got some mixed ass kids. Sorry. Um, I'll be the, so the, wait, who is it? Is it the mayor of um New York or something like that too? Oh, the, them, the ex-mayor. The ex-mayor. Yeah. Ex-mayor New York, black woman. <laughs> like anytime that happened, it's like a wall. <laughs> like a little chocolate. Look at us getting up in there. Look at us getting up in there. So yeah, it's a double standard. We acknowledge that. We acknowledge that we're still growing. Um, well, it's it's mostly rooted <laughs> in the fact that black men. This is oh yeah, it's definitely rooted in the past. Come on. Hashtag because it, of slavery. Well, not even just the past. I'm talking about currently mm-hmm. black men have been the most verbal when it comes to colorism and not mm. just saying I prefer this person because I prefer this person. Like, like not, I prefer this person because black women are too ghetto. Black women don't wear their real hair. Black women don't do this. Yeah, they blah, always blah, blah. have to add the caveat. And it's like, mm-hmm. just say you like it, sir. Do you like her for her? Or do you like her because she's not black? Because those are two different things. And there have been the most 
uh 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 big and loud and wrong about it when it comes to it whereas black women usually this i'm not saying all the time because you will find the fools Mm -hmm. that i want my baby to look like this i want my husband to do that i want it they had their own intentions but most of the time I'm, i'm a lot of the time you will hear black women say i want to marry a black person that is my preference i want to but I'm open to other things. So when we see it, we're using what we think, what we know to be what we what we hear our girlfriends and everybody say, I want to be married to a black man. Unfortunately, the ones sometimes, most of the time, they're not checking for me. So when we do see them with somebody else, we're like, yes, sis, go where you're wanted. <laughs> Come on, Serena. I just want to look them all up. The black women with the white. And that's common. That's Drake. Ain't nobody. Ain't nobody. Ain't nobody. Ain't nobody do it but Alexis. <laughs> I can stand on the mountaintop and tell all the sisters mix swirl mix it up <laughs> that's, they what they say. I'm down for that's what they all i'm down for swirl hello <laughs> you know i will say swirl. this as somebody who is in a interracial relationship if you listen and didn't know before um <laughs> And, you know, being a self-identified Black woman, that is very clearly Black women. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> she was like, hey, hey, hey. You know, I will say that for the most part, most of my relationships have been with non-Black people. <laughs> and I was, not, I was not looking now let's say that the black man saying this on here. Boo, say that. Yeah. You a traitor. You a traitor. Mm-hmm. You ain't down for real. I did not have that particular mindset that I wanted to be with a black person either, to be honest with you. Um, but, you know, being aware, it was never that like, oh, I don't want to be with a black man because of X, Y, and Z. It was like, I just for just how I went about the world, I attracted and preferred people who were not. Mm-hmm. And that's it. That's all there was to it. I remember when she was dating one, I was like, Keep, you, did you say black? <laughs> oh, shoot, we got a black up in the crew. <laughs> and again, but, it wasn't because she preferred it. It's just, that's just how, well, she preferred it, but it wasn't that uh, intentional, I'm keeping these people out. It's just, these are the people I'm seeing. These people coming in. This is how it's all working. It was natural. It was yeah. natural. It was and I think, good. And it so wasn't bringing down the, the keyword. It wasn't bringing a lot. down another race or community. And I will say, like, you know, that is more the prevalent yeah. uh, mindset that I've seen in Black women mm-hmm. or Black non-cisgendered uh, men is that, yes, you know, perhaps our, our dating history has not been mostly with black men or black people but it's not because it's exclusionary it's just how things have come out versus mm-hmm. 
with black men that I know who do, you know, date who date non-black women, there's always that thing where it's like, oh, I don't date black women. Like they'll let you know out of like mm-hmm. cut them Negroes off. Cut them off. Cut them yeah. off. Have nothing to yeah. do with it. Like they'll just let you know, hey, I don't do black women, especially mm-hmm. black dark women, because they're so loud, because they're so dark. Because Ooh, I'm yeah. like, it's gonna mess me up. So do you not like your mama? and then let's all just give one good whoop for tony out here with uh what's his name what's his name todd is it todd Todd. No. Thank you. oh yes todd what? <laughs> so yeah i think that's what we're going with <laughs> and um, kind of on my last you. point right yeah at me. the end of the day i truly believe in the saying go where you are celebrated not just tolerated mm. And, mm. all right come on um <laughs> in the open mic session so <laughs> don't you know don't 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 think it's really i feel like as black men don't don't go for black men just because you think that that's what you're supposed to do for the culture if they're not reciprocating and mm-hmm. you know in any way like go out there's so many ways and there's so many people at the same time people are hella racist so <laughs> watch out watch out for that but <laughs> watch out for that <laughs> watch it out might for not that even tree. be the guy or the girl it'll, yeah. it'll be the family that'll tell well, you I, look and we've got it, it's on them okay, to make you feel celebrated off, so. yeah it's on them to change their family it's not you or to leave their family. That's happened before mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. Yes. Exactly. I love TikTok and Instagram for that reason. The mm-hmm. exposure to interracial couples uh, gets me life. I just love seeing it. Love, love, it love, is love. beautiful. It is beautiful. It's just happiness and love. Yes. So thank you. I think we'll end it there. We're going to talk about our next episode on our next episode. So we love you all. Thank you so much for listening to the We Need to Talk Club podcast, Girlfriends, Talking Girlfriends series. Remember, to follow us, review us, support us on all your podcast listening platforms. We have a website, we need to talk.club. Make sure you visit that so you can hear about all of our other podcasts that we do. We have a plethora of podcasts and topics that we cover because there's just always so much to talk about. So we we'll need to oh, always be heard. And until we need to talk again, bye. Bye. Ooh, who said that?